Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some R slash the butthole.com. <laughs> and if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all really, really helps out our channel, and I can never express that enough. It really does. And just thank you for spending 20 minutes of your precious time with me today. It means the absolute world. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Justin A35344, titled, Am I the arsehole for making my sister publicly apologize for just giving her opinion on my wife's wedding dress? My sister, 23, loves fashion and acts as she's the fashion police by criticizing what others wear and is never afraid to give negative comments about others' outfits. In fact, she brags about her abilities to point out fashion mistakes and lack of taste in others. She has a Facebook page specifically for this purpose. My wife and I got married last week. My sister arrived with her boyfriend and was already recording herself live on Facebook and criticizing the food, the atmosphere, what guests were wearing, etc. She approached me and my wife and said, congrats, then turned around and loudly started talking about my wife's dress, saying things like, oh my God, did you guys see what she's wearing? And proceeded to call it disastrously ugly. And it looked like a goat chewed on it, then pointing out the mistakes my wife made with those six-year-old-like accessories. My wife, of course, heard that. She turned her face away from me trying to hide her tears. I was stunned to say the least. I asked my sister what the fuck she was doing. I told her to stop recording and delete the video, but she tried to say that she was giving her opinion on the dress. Not my wife, so we shouldn't take it personal. I lashed out at her calling her mean and insisted she delete the recording and apologized to my wife right then. The fuss got guest's attention and everyone was looking when I demanded her to apologize. She begged me to let it go and not humiliate her in front of the guests, but I gave her two choices. She either apologize or leave. Mum got involved trying to calm the situation down, but I insisted. 
My sister stood in front of my wife and apologized to her while everyone was looking, then immediately went back to crying. Later on, my parents angrily said I shouldn't have humiliated my sister by making her apologize for just giving her opinion on the dress and that I went way too far with how I acted when my sister came to support me and my wife in our big day. I argued that her words hurt my wife and she shouldn't have to say anything negative to a bride on her wedding day. That's rude as fuck. But they said I made a scene and had guests gossip about sister and I made her cry on my wedding. Besides, my wife said nothing, so her boyfriend called me a narrow-minded, passive-aggressive jerk for putting her through this. I'd like to mention that my sister does this in every occasion. My parents didn't think we should have taken it personal since my sister only criticizes clothes, not people. And because my sister loves wife, then she didn't mean to make her feel this way. ETA, a person here asked if she has some sort of medical condition. She does, and I do think it's one of the reasons why she behaves this way. Sorry, and I don't buy that bullshit of like when they're saying, oh no, they're not criticizing the person, they're criticizing the clothes. But of course they're criticizing the person because that's the person, the person picked those clothes for themselves. It's bullying behavior in my opinion, especially when they're putting it on social media too. Got a Facebook page dedicated to criticizing what people wear. And I know there's lots of people who criticize fashion, but you know, it's usually done on a mannequin or something like that, not pointing at the person and go, oh my God, I can't believe they chose that. No, 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 I don't buy that shit. This was yours and hers special day. And she chose to do it on that day. It's so tactless, it's unbelievable. And it's one of those typical ones that we see many times in Am I the Arsehole where family turns around and says, oh no, that's just how she is. Oh God. But Kashi Kalau says, not the asshole, your sister humiliated herself by being a classless asshole. Redefine says, not the asshole, your sister made the scene. How self-absorbed, clueless, mean-spirited, and narcissistic does someone have to be to livestream themselves shit-talking a bride in front of the bride on a gosh darn, clean it up a bit, wedding day? And then make out you to be the bad guy because you call out her ridiculous behavior. I would have done a lot worse than just make her apologize. Nightfox says, your sister embarrassed your wife in front of the whole fucking internet and thinks you're wrong for embarrassing her in front of the wedding guests. And your mum's enabling that BS. F that. She should have been out on her ass the minute she started recording, criticizing the food, etc. Apology wasn't enough. And if your mum wanted to stand up for her, should have kicked her out too. Not the asshole. And being mean about someone's clothes isn't an attack on that person as well. Your sister didn't come to support you on your big day. She came to be an arsehole for internet fame. OKLK says, not the arsehole. Your sister was humiliating your wife at her wedding, in front of your guests and online, in front of however many followers she has. She's a nasty bully. Criticizing your wife's dress is the same as criticizing your wife. She picked that dress out, tried it on and fell in love with it. Then your sister came along and shat all over it for internet likes at your wedding. I can't get over how disrespectful and scummy your sister was to you and your poor wife. Your parents are also the asshole for making you the bad guy for standing up for your wife. And one more from the linguistal rooster who says, not the asshole. Making the bride cried on her wedding day, unless it's from joy, is unforgivable. Newsflash, no one gives a shit if the sister of the groom cries on the wedding day. The end. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Oh, it kind of winds me up that she got a page that criticizes people's clothes on as a Facebook page. 
And again, I know there's lots of people, you know, that that are critics of clothing and and certain fashions and stuff like that. But criticizing someone for what they're wearing, I, I think that's just bullying behavior. But what do you guys think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Kitchen Dish 1623 Am I the asshole for not letting my son have a phone? I'm 42 male and my son is 16. Ever since everything opened back up, I enrolled him in track and field because he spends too much time on his computer. It was either that or I put limits on his screen time and he can't have it in his room. And he's not very mature either. He constantly disagrees with how we parent him, tries to keep what he does private and fights with his little brother. And we can't trust him because he's shown he can't be trusted. So that's why he can't have a phone. He's tried making reasons like what if he needs to call me in an emergency or contact someone on the go or look up an answer at school. I said he can either use mine or other people's phones and use a calculator. He said that's inconvenient, but I said so is violating our trust so often. Until he improves, then he can't have his own phone. Yesterday, a package came for my son and I asked what it was. He then went into his room and when I opened the door, he had ordered a phone and a SIM card kit. I immediately got on him, telling him this is why I can't trust him because he always goes behind our back. But he didn't want to listen and just said it's his phone and his plan. I tried grabbing it from him, but he held it to himself and yelled at me to get out. I said not without the phone, but he said if I tried to take it, then he'd call the police for theft. And at this point, I decided to give up. I left his room, but have since turned off power to his room and blocked his phone from accessing the Wi-Fi until I can confiscate it. But he's refused to talk to me or even acknowledge that I'm there. And I feel like I went a bit too far. I just think my son is not of the mental age to be trusted with a phone. Dunno, I'm gonna have to make some assumptions going into this one because there's some info that could be added to this, I think. But from what I see is that it sounds like you're not giving him, you know, his space. He's 16 years old. He's getting close to being an adult and he's got not got much space to, you know, express himself. I remember being 16 and, you know, wanting my own private space, occasionally being on the internet far too much than I should have been, gaming and stuff like that. And anyone tried to tell me that I'm on it too much, it just made me angrier rather than let me make my own choices. Half the time when I was on the internet, I was looking for stuff for my future. (laughs) And you denying him a phone, even though he's given you reasons like he needs to call you an emergency or contact someone on the go or look up an answer at school, you're still not giving him that access. So he went and purchased his own plan and you're still trying to take that off him. The guy is 16 and I think it just needs some like conversation here, some, you know, well-structured conversation, sit down, talk to the boy about both of your needs and wants here because as I said, he's 16, couple more years, you keep pushing him away like this, he'd be gone at 18. And is that what you'd really want? And that's the only way I can see it in this one, but, and it's probably a really bad explanation, so I do apologize. But Zilla the Broken says, you're the asshole, he's 16. He asked you, he talked to you, he tried to compromise with you. You said no, so he bought his own phone and your reaction is to shut off the power to his room and the Wi-Fi. When that boy turns 18, he's gonna move out and cut contact with you, and you'll wonder why. Think back to this moment. That's why. Special Koala says, I'm mostly making assumptions here, but what you described seems like usual behavior for a 16 year old. Also, he is 16. He is entitled for some privacy and sure, there needs to be boundaries, but they need to be within reason and explained. He has a right to know and ask why something is asked of him. 
but what you describe, it seems like you are way too overbearing and he literally has no choice but to go behind your backs. You're the arsehole, or at least seem like one. Travel with Beck says, you're the arsehole. Have you thought that the reason why your son feels the need to go behind your back is because you're treating him like a little kid? He is 16 years old. Having a phone at 16 is important for your son socially and he should have the opportunity to show responsibility for it. Technically, he bought the phone with his own resources. It's his phone. You violated his privacy by barging into his room and you can't confiscate something that isn't yours. If your rules and your attitude towards him wasn't so restrictive, maybe he wouldn't feel the need to go behind your back. Individual Height 22 says you're the arsehole. You may not have been the arsehole 15 years ago, but today, even a 12-year-old kid has a phone. And with you behaving like this, you can be damn sure he'll be gone and never look back as soon as he can move out. Southern Fried Amy says you're the arsehole, parent of a 17-year-old boy here. Your son is almost a legal adult and he bought his own phone and is paying for his own plan. He saw a problem. He thought your restrictions were unfair and too demanding and he created a solution by purchasing his own phone. Think about what you're modeling to him as a parent by shutting off his power and Wi-Fi. Then ask yourself this. Will any of this matter in two years? Is this worth potentially throwing away your relationship with your son over? What kind of message are you sending your son by continually calling him untrustworthy because he doesn't do things exactly the way you want them? Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Sage Root. Am I the asshole for telling my daughters that I made a mistake by choosing to stay in their lives? My ex-wife and I got divorced 14 years ago. It was due to infidelity on her part. Our daughters were nine and seven at the time. The divorce was messy. She moved in with her affair partner and ended up with primary custody. I got every other weekend. It was a disaster from the very start. The kids did not respond well to the changes. I tried to have a good co-parenting thing going, but little did I know that my daughters were being turned against me. They would be angry and sullen each time they would visit and refuse to talk about what was wrong. Tantrums, screaming, cursing became the norm. And that's when they were not totally withdrawn. They were being fed complete lies about me, how I didn't love them, how I was going to leave them for another family, etc. It didn't improve with time. In their teens, they cost me two very serious relationships with just the most venomous behavior. They didn't even want to visit me anymore, but I insisted that they do. I don't know if that was a mistake or not. They pretty much cut me off when they turned 18. The only time they'd visit was to ask for money. I thought things would improve as they got older and saw through all the lies, but sadly, it hasn't. I think it never will. I'm just done at this point. At the start of this year, they'd come to my house to ask for more money. When I refused, they yelled at me again and said they wished I wasn't their father. Something broke inside me and I told them I wished I'd just walked away from them. That if I hadn't stayed in their lives, maybe I would have had an actual shot at a happy life. Maybe they would have too. They looked shocked and then they screamed and cried and left. I haven't seen them since. No visits, no phone calls, nothing. It fills me with incredible guilt, but I am almost relieved that they're not around anymore. It was a terrible thing to say, but I can't help but feel like there was some truth in it. So, am I the arsehole? Now, I think it's going to be a not the arsehole. I'm not sure what else you could have done in this situation. If someone's turning your children against you when they've got the majority of the time with them, what else can you do? I mean, I could say therapy, but 
I'm, I'm assuming your ex is not gonna going to allow that anyway. So I, I really don't know what else you could do in this situation. So I'm going to turn to the comments and hopefully, you know, there's something that can be done. That I'm just can't think of at the moment. Undisclosed Bird says, not the arsehole. Tragic, but not the arsehole. I wish you could find something that gives you happiness though. Salt Contribution says, not the arsehole. No doubt, very common. I used to think fathers that walked away were deadbeats. Now I know most don't stand a chance if the mother decides to demonize him. Food for Thought says, not the arsehole. There's only so much shit and abuse a person can take, even if it's from their children. Be glad and enjoy your newfound freedom. Get back into dating and stop feeling guilty. You stuck around when others would have walked long back. You did nothing wrong. Your crazy ex filled them with poison and now it seems your girls are ending up like her. I doubt they will see the light anytime soon. You did the best you can. Be proud. And Babs Garcia says I'm not the arsehole. Sorry you've gone through this. Maybe it would help you move on by writing out your story, your perspective, cold hard truth throughout. Responsibilities for any of your own actions, etc. After it's done, then you can decide if you want to give them a copy or try once to get together and ask them to sit while you read it to them or even just feel better about giving up and walking away. Could even ensure they get a copy when you pass. Again, so sorry. Dell's Magic Fisher says, Info, you're going to need to walk us through the steps you took to get custody, the attempts you made to go to court for parental alienation and how family therapy went. If like 51% of divorced fathers, you agree that your wife should have custody and never pursued anything else, even when she supposedly damaged your relationship with your children, then you're the arsehole. Ice Cream Penis <laughs> replied to this one saying, yeah, I suspect missing reasons on this one as well. I dated a guy that had almost this exact story. He painted himself as a tragic wrong figure whose children rejected him. And over time it trickled out that he did some pretty fucked up shit to his family before and during that divorce. I'd be interested in hearing the other side of this one. OK Policy replies to that one saying, I have a female friend who just opened up a family law practice dedicated to helping wrong fathers because she dated a man who she felt was wronged by his ex-wife by the courts. I did family practice for a few years and found that not to be the case 95% of the time. Her firm had been open for about six weeks now. It has been a hilarious cavalcade of every stereotypical deadbeat scenario for her. Like, I made her a bingo card with all of them as a joke. Folks love to throw around the parental alienation when they really mean X stop covering up for my bad behavior. Miss Murderpants says, not the arsehole. They are adults. They only seem to expect you to bankroll them. For all their shut behaviors, I have no problem with you cutting them off like that. Go forth and try to find happiness. A note of cocktail says, everyone sucks here, meaning you and the mum. Although the mum way worse. Mum should have never alienated you as a parent, but I wonder if you're being a reliable narrator here. Because the mum could say anything she wants, but if you were there, fully present, at some point I believe the kids would have seen through her lies. I don't understand why you didn't take legal channels to be able to get your children therapy in this. Having angry and sullen children every weekend for 9 to 11 years doesn't seem reasonable. Were you present in their lives, even with phone calls, emails, etc., school events, sports, etc., or did you punch a clock and do the every other weekend thing only? When they turned 18, did you ask them to go to therapy with you? Because it sounds like you just want to blame mum and something just doesn't smell right. Kids know when they are loved. Kids know when they are being engaged with true sincerity. 
or the parent is just dialing it in because he's upset that relationships have ended and are blaming them. And what you said, I can understand feeling that way in anger, but to say it, you just prove mum right. But I suspect you have been somewhat doing that for a long time now. And one more from Beamer Don't Care who says, not the arsehole. Perhaps the shock they felt at your response might make them think, but maybe not. If you want to build a relationship with them, you could always try writing a letter or email explaining the whole thing. Or maybe even send them this link so they can see the situation from your side. But honestly, until they're open to a relationship with you, there's probably no point. The mother is the ultimate arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this one? We had pretty much every verdict there in one post. What are your thoughts on this one? Let me know in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories as well. As always, I would love to hear them if you have a moment of your time to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if you'd like to support the channel further, you can click that join button down below for YouTube or click the link tree in the description below and join upon Patreon. Thank you so much for your love, support and time towards the channel. It means the absolute world. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.